You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. On today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, we're going to be talking about shifting our mindsets so we let go of being a bit of a judgy McJudge face and instead embrace a bit of empathy. Now, if this is your first time listening to Her Leadership Coach or it's been a while, you may not have heard that I launched the Her Leadership Way Manifesto a few months back. It is a simple printable guide to keep you focused on the three principles and nine shifts that form the foundation for being a leader from the inside out. And that makes the entire leadership thing much easier. If you don't have your copy yet, you will find the link to get that for yourself in today's show notes. So today we're looking at the second of the three supporting shifts that look after the third principle and the third principle is we give grace to ourselves and others and the second shift for that is we need to move from judging to empathy so judging judgy mcjudge face (laughs) we have all done it uh and we've all had someone do it to us and if we're honest with ourselves neither situation ultimately feels all that good whether we are judging others or being judged it's not a good feeling that comes with that unfortunately judging others is a natural human tendency and we will judge based on so many things Uh, appearance someone's body language someone's tone of voice We judge based on behavior, what someone's accomplished or not accomplished, or some kind of social status that we perceive someone to have or not have. Now, of course, we can judge people positively, although even that could be an inaccurate assessment. Just ask anyone who's been involved with a narcissist, and I am definitely raising my hand for that one, Uh, but we'll move on from that (laughs) for the most part. We do tend to jump to negative judgments a lot faster. Uh, And again, it's how our brains are wired. So what's wrong with judging? Well, turns out it can be pretty damaging both for you and the person that you're judging. Here's something I've noticed when I've judged other people negatively. Even if I'm judging them on one specific thing, I tend to generalize that out to them as a whole person. Do you do that? So say someone interrupts me while I'm talking. Happens. (laughs) Rather than thinking about that one thing, oh, they just interrupted me. That's frustrating. I tend to move straight to, well, what an awful person. They're so rude. Um, And I, it takes over their whole being from a judging perspective It can lead to me dismissing all of the things they say from then on or simply avoiding the person altogether because I think they're a rude person. And unfortunately, that means I might be missing out on all of their good traits, which I'm sure there are many. 
I miss out on the different perspectives they might bring to a conversation or missing out on simply the chance to connect with another human being, which I think we all realize how important that is these days. From the other side, I know generally when people are judging us, they are doing it either inside their own heads or behind our backs, so we don't hear about it. But every so often, they do it out loud to our faces. I don't know if that's happened to you, but it's definitely happened to me a couple of times. And every single time, I felt immediately hurt. Uh, I felt dismissed or often unseen. Like I find they're either completely off the mark with what they're judging me about or they've found this tiny sliver of me or something I've done, like some behavior, and with no knowledge of context around why I might have done that or what else might have gone along with that behavior, they have, like me, extended it out to the whole of me. So yeah, exactly what I do to other people. Oops. Now, okay, most of the time, we're not out there telling others how we're judging them and we don't thankfully hear from others how they're judging us either. Yet even then, how many times have your spidey senses picked up on something that just feels off? We might not be sure of what's going on, of the specifics, but it still brings out those feelings of hurt or um, dismissive feelings or feeling unseen and of course that can then lead to a lack of trust for the person that is putting out those senses or or what you're picking up on those senses from. Um, It can lead to disengagement from your environment and occasionally outright warfare between teammates if that's who's judging each other. So hopefully you can agree that judging others isn't the greatest idea. And yet there are reasons we're wired to do so. So we can use judging as a way of quickly understanding the world and making fast decisions, right? If we had to think through everything to the nth degree and not be able to use our judgments, nothing would ever get done. Our judgments can help us make sense of social situations, assess potential threats really quickly, which is a very good idea, um, even help us decide the best way to interact with someone else. So yes, it often has negative consequences, and yet it's there for a reason. Don't you just love how our brains work? <laughs> you know what's great, though, is there are ways we can turn this judging thing around and learn more about ourselves along the way and we're not going to stop all of judgment we want to stop the negative consequences uh, from our judgment of others so one super effective approach that I have found is to think of our judgment of others as a reflection of ourselves it's like we're seeing ourselves in the people around us And I practice this and I can tell you it is powerful. So when someone else bugs us, there's something that they've done, said, look like, um, maybe a sideways glance they've given you and it bugs us. It's often because those same quirks or shortcomings exist or used to exist within us too. 
It's like we have our own little life lesson wrapped up in our feelings and our judgments about others. And when we start to look at it that way, yeah, we can use those judgments as a tool for our own self-discovery and growth. So let's say you're working with a colleague who's taking longer than you expected to finish their part of a project. That might sound familiar to you. It's really easy to start getting all judgy about it, right? So why is this taking them forever? They are so slow. Or I don't even think they're the right fit for this project. Or even I could have done this way faster if I were doing it alone. Hmm. I wonder if that one struck a chord with you. But have you ever hit the pause button on those judging thoughts to think about what they might be saying about you? Here are five points to consider when we're catching ourselves judging others. So the first point is we often overestimate our own abilities. Sometimes, yes, we might think we're absolute rock stars at something when it comes to our skills and our abilities. And that makes us feel like we can do everything better and faster than everyone else. Focusing on our slow colleagues perceive shortcomings might just be a sneaky way for us to boost our own egos hmm but nobody's perfect right so acknowledging that can help us grow and improve next point is maybe we're projecting our fears onto them So we might be a little nervous about say not meeting a deadline and we're putting that fear on our colleague You know, like when you're feeling something you don't really like and you point the finger at someone else instead. So you're feeling scared. It's easy to point the finger at someone else and say, I'm not scared, you're scared. (laughs) That's called projection. So instead of admitting we're feeling pressure, we might see our colleague as slow or not up to the task. And that lets us get rid of that uncomfortable feeling because it's someone else's fault, not ours. The good news is once we realize that and can recognize it, that that might be what's happening right now, we can then deal with those emotions far better than projecting them onto someone else. Next one is blaming others when we are feeling swamped or frustrated. So our brains love taking shortcuts to help us make sense of things. It's what judging is all about. Sometimes that means pointing the finger at someone else which may make us feel better for a hot minute, but it doesn't help us find better ways to handle our workload or stress. So if you feel overwhelmed or swamped or frustrated and you're pointing that at someone else, come back into yourself. Notice that you're having those feelings of overwhelm or frustration and work out better ways to handle that stress. Uh, Next one is feeling threatened or insecure. Sometimes we judge others because we feel threatened or insecure about our own position. So it could be that we see our colleague as competition maybe, um, or we're just worried that their strengths will outshine our own strengths. And rather than acknowledging these feelings, we might criticize the other person or downplay their accomplishments. Um, For those of you in Australia, New Zealand, you've probably heard of the tall poppy syndrome. 
I think that stems a lot from this idea that inside a lot of us feel threatened or insecure by looking at other people's accomplishments and strengths. And so what we do is bring them down to our level rather than working to bring ourselves up to their level. The truth is when we catch ourselves doing this, it is a great chance to remind ourselves that there is room for everyone to succeed. Someone else's success does not mean that we're destined for failure. So if we can embrace a more kind of collaborative mindset in this space uh, and celebrate other people's successes and know that if they can do it, I can do it too, then that helps all of us grow together rather than feeling like we're in constant competition. Uh, The next one is seeking control in uncertain situations. Let's face it, life can be pretty unpredictable, no more so than the last few years. And our brains definitely don't like that. And it throws up a lot of fear. It's it's kind of scary when we don't know what's coming at us next. When we're judging others, sometimes that's an attempt to regain a sense of control in an uncertain situation. So by assigning labels on them or making assumptions about them, we might feel like we have a better grasp on what's going on. Now, the thing is, life is full of surprises and we really need to get to the place where we are able to embrace the unknown. Next time we find ourselves judging someone else, it might be a good moment to reflect on whether we're trying to control something that's simply out of our hands, whether we're trying to control an environment that is not controllable by us, and so we are trying to control someone else by judging them and putting them down. So, The silver lining here is that recognizing these patterns gives us that opportunity to learn, to grow, and to become better versions of ourselves as a leader. And isn't that what personal growth is all about, right? So it's a really good opportunity. And I would love for us to start catching these judging thoughts and reflecting inwards when we do. Now, I'm not saying it's always the case that in judging someone else, it is a reflection of ourselves. There are times where it is based solely on the other person's behavior or actions and nothing about us. For example, if someone's breaking a law or being abusive, it's probably fair to judge their behavior as wrong or unacceptable without it saying anything about us. But for the most part, when we take time to reflect on that possibility that there are underlying reasons that we're sitting in judgment, we can start to see our colleague with a little bit more empathy. Hmm, empathy. And this is where we want to end up with this mindset shift from judging into empathy. All right, so empathy is all about putting ourselves in someone else's shoes, trying to understand their feelings, their thoughts, experiences from their perspective, not from our perspective, which is the tricky part. It's a little bit like a superpower in my eyes. It helps us build better relationships with those around us. It allows us to be more compassionate and forgiving with people that are not like us. 
And I believe that's a really important trait when it comes to leading others. Uh, what you don't want is a room full of people exactly like you, so you don't need to practice your empathy skills. So even with self-reflection, we may never know for sure why it feels like our colleague is being slow. But when we practice empathy, we can communicate with our colleague in a more respectful and understanding manner. This gives us space to work together rather than getting stuck in the cycle of judgment and blame, which is not helping anyone. So if we bring this back to our example, practicing empathy with our colleague might look like taking a moment to consider what they might be going through. So maybe they're dealing with a personal issue that's affecting their work or they're juggling multiple tasks right now with multiple people giving them jobs, which often happens even when you're the boss, and they're feeling really overwhelmed. By stepping back and trying to see things from their perspective, we can approach them with kindness, with some understanding, asking if there's anything we can do to help or support them. This not only helps a healthier work environment, but it also strengthens our connection with our colleague or our teammate, and that makes it easier for us to collaborate effectively, get more things done, uh, you know, just be a better leader. So your mission this week, should you choose to accept it, is to play the game of what if. What if that judgment I just made is based on faulty information? What if I turn that judgment around and somebody made it about me? What if I see that thought for what it is, a judgment, and I let it go? What do you think the result might be from playing the what if game? I, it's, it's a game I love to play, honestly. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. My contact details are in the show notes, but you can email me rochelle at herleadershipway.com and let me know how you go playing the what if game. Thanks for joining me this week. If you want to continue the conversation about shifting from judging to empathy or being a leader from the inside out, why not join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group? You will find the link to the group in the show notes as well as the link to the Her Leadership Way Manifesto. You don't want to miss that. I also want to let you know that some of this podcast was created with the assistance of ChatGPT, an artificial intelligence language model. We are now up to version four, which is super exciting. The ideas, examples, and language are all still mine. However, I do occasionally ask my new little helper to reword something for me uh, or, you know, give me examples of some of the research out there. That saves me time, which is, of course, invaluable for me as a busy entrepreneur and career woman. Look, if you want to know more about ChatGPT, I am always happy to chat about ChatGPT. If you got value out of this episode, I would love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you will know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others find the show. And I really would appreciate it. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.